Boys proudly presents Bobo Boys, a Book Boys production. Hey, what's up? Neo Boys! No, 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 what, 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 what? Is he? How many how many arms does he have? What a ridiculous name. Are you on your phone? Yup. We are back and better than ever. We used to complain. (laughs) Oh, Joshua's phone. Podcast sucks. Joshua's phone. You can tell now we're both on our phone. Shout out to Anchor. I'll finally name drop them on this occasion. (laughs) <laughs> and we are back in a saddle. Back in the Bobo, saddle! Bobo boys. Uh, here to talk about Buka Bobo Fett. So excited to be oh, back after our first yeah. hiatus. After our very first hiatus, which was huge and very historic. And people were so excited for how historic it was for our hiatus. We never took one before. It was crazy. Now, Josh, just some logistics, because I, as you know, don't record on my phone. How close should my phone be to my face? You got to turn the volume way down. I usually hold it like I'm talking on the phone, unless you're talking, and then I hold it really far away from my face. And you got to, you're going to want the volume way down, because it comes in real hot. Really? Okay. I mean, unless if you, if it doesn't sound loud to you, you know, but. Well. Listeners, um, you'll have to let us know via email. I mean, you've been sending us so many emails. Oh my gosh! Emails after emails after emails. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna need to bring someone on to even go through them. We'll we'll touch on that near the end of the episode. But yes, yeah, a lot. I mean, I was I was worried like that it would not be like a lot of emails. People like, oh, they're gone. We forgot about them. But it is the same amount of emails as when we were on the air. Like nothing changed. It's crazy. The same, exact exact same amount of emails and our fans are consistent oh yeah our fans they they ride with us um through thin and thick and thin okay thick amount of content which we've been giving you for a while and then when there was no content thin you might even say Mm -hmm. people surprisingly were downloading us and to those people, welcome to 2022 Po Boys, back and better than ever. Um, you might be thinking, why are we back? Um, well, because of Boba Fett, of course. Because of the Boba 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 Fett, of yeah. course. Um, well, we, we, gotta... we did promise we were going to be back. I mean, we, you know, it was, a, it was a planned hiatus. It was a planned return. We were a little... Um, we didn't know the exact date when we went on hiatus, but we knew kind of the week. It was more like, what day of the week is this going to be? But everybody everybody knew we were coming back around. Everybody knew we were coming back around. And before we get into maybe uh, our, our, our return, let's maybe talk about our, our break a little bit. Uh, Pete, did you Star Wars at all while uh, you had a respite from having to talk about Star Wars for an hour and a half every week? Let's see. I the only Star Wars I I rewatched Visions like three times I I think probably (laughs) I actually made on Christmas (laughs) this isn't a lie oh boy (laughs) 
I had this, um, so, you know, I have a big family and, you know, yeah, right. trying, to, trying to corral them. Well, actually you're, you're right. I would say small to mid and in the small to mid family, when you're trying to corral people to do stuff, they don't do it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play visions until they tell me to stop. And then everybody will come and then we'll move on with the rest of Christmas. So I got through maybe 12 minutes of the elder and on then Christmas everybody was day? like on Christmas day. And wow. then they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, all right, now that I have your attention, let's continue on with the Christmas festivities. We, Christmas, I finished of the- course, something we just found out about, but we'll touch on that later. Um, yeah. So I watched the elder mm-hmm. and then I also, um, I binged, I wouldn't say, yeah, I guess you'd say binged. I binged the Mandalorian episodes um, with Boba in it. Oh, okay, the Boba episodes. mm -hmm, And obviously I had to watch the Ahsoka episode, and obviously I had to watch the Luke episode. Sure. um, Just because I wanted to watch those things. And just to get me in the mood, kind of see, you know, what's going on. Um, I, I, for, I keep forgetting how, um, swole Fennec is, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, will come in to later of this episode, you know, a lot of people would want abs of steel and she literally has that. Um, and that's a new it. joke that you made just now. Um, and you don't need to go back and listen to old episodes because that's a new thing that he said. He hasn't said that before. Uh, he actually never said that. So you new year, new me. Don't don't need to go back to um, Pedro Boys and listen to that because this is new. We're back and we're better than ever, and we're original and uh, back and better than ever. Yeah, and honestly, a lot of people say on Tatooine, which is apparently how it's pronounced. Um, if it ain't broke, Tatooine. Dig for a water monster. Um, that's what they do say on Tatooine, mm-hmm. um, because everybody knows that those water monsters, they exist very close to the, wa- you know what, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Josh, mm-hmm. um, any, let's, you know, let's talk about anything positive that happened for you over the break. Well, I mean, yeah, you, you were supposed to ask me if I did any Star Wars over the break. So I assume the answer is no. I did, though. Oh, you know okay. this because I texted you about it. I texted you as as everyone. You know, you think about things you like getting from your friends. And what? who among us doesn't love when our friends keep texting us blurry pictures of close-up passages of text from a book? And I graced Pete with several of these because I finally got around. And look, honestly, there's like one listener out there who's genuinely going to appreciate this information and all that information is forthcoming. Give it a minute. I read uh, the star Wars archives, 1977, 1983, whatever it's called the first volume of the star Wars archives, which is literally a coffee table book. I mean, it is, Oh, that book is massive. You can, you have to read it on a coffee table. Now like it's, if it's too big. It's <laughs> not, I don't like how big it is. It no, is no, 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 no. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Right. I would you say... haven't read it. Well, one, I've had the privilege, okay? And, um, you know, coffee tables are a privilege. But two, on top of that, for the listener here, 
that wants versatility in their accessories and things that they um, store in their house. This is, I mean, this is probably a solid, what, five pounds at least of book? Oh, yeah. It's got to be. I. It's got, it, it's, it's got to be 10 pounds. It's got to be 10 pounds. Right, right, right. So it is one of the perfect kind of like, oh, I can't afford a home gym. I, you know, like, uh, I can't get a treadmill. I can't get a rowing machine. I, 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 there's so many things going on in my day. I can't make it to the gym. Can't make and it I to have the verified it is 15 and a half pounds. 15 and a half <laughs> pounds. So you buy this for a measly, let's say a hundred dollars. Um, sure. <laughs> and you get to consume all of this content that very few people have right now, because wow. why in your, why, why in the world, would you buy a 15 pound book? All right. So not a lot of people have this. So that's kind of a cool thing. Like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Um, JJ, like, Oh, cool. Um, you want some coffee? And then he's like, what is that? What is that? So that's a conversation piece to begin with. So I got this big giant book, Star Wars archives, uh, which is like kind of a oversized oral history of the making of the original trilogy with a bunch of giant pictures in it and stuff. Now look, here's where the important information is coming in. Okay? Very important information. The making of the original Star Wars trilogy is already covered in the late J.W. Rensler's fantastic making of Star Wars books. There's one for each of the movies in the original trilogy. They are, I think, the best piece of behind-the-scenes content out there. And is very similar ground tread in this big giant fifteen pound book, and I was looking before I got it. I was like, you know, should I really read this or whatever? And I, yeah, you know, wishy washy answers. No, if you've read J.W. Lorenzo's books, you don't need to read this book. You don't need to get this book. All right, it's fine. It's, it's like a solid book. I don't regret reading it or whatever. There's like interviews with George Lucas, like content, like. 2017 2018 interviews with him so it was like stuff that he's saying that's that's interesting i'll give it that but everything that is covered in this big giant monster of a book is covered more thoroughly in jw Rinzel's books i mean if you haven't read his books and you only want one 15 pound book instead of three books that are like maybe three pounds each i don't know i don't know how much they freaking weigh and are cheaper and take up less space and you can actually read them in bed you know but you don't look you don't need to read star wars archives 1977 and 1983 if you read jw Rinzler's books this is my hottest take of the episode honestly if you listen to nothing else this episode just go home knowing that and that's not a slam on this archives book because again i think those Rinzler books are the gold standard so to say that if you were you know it's not an insult but i'm just saying that said there's also <laughs> star wars archive. so expensive <laughs> i got it with a coupon i just looked it up <laughs> i got it with a coupon <laughs> thank you very much that said there's also star wars archives 1999 and 2005 that covers making the prequel trilogy Prequel trilogy is not as extensively covered in like, you know, J. Winslow did not write a series of books on, on the prequel trilogy and stuff. So 
eventually, hopefully that will be less than $200 and I'll get that. Um, oh, I'm super man. excited for that. But as far as the original trilogy goes. And anyway, as I read that, I would, you know, finish the section on a movie and, and then watch that movie. So I watched a new. Oh, that's, that's cool. And I watched Empire and I watched them on Disney Plus. And Disney Plus, I guess, has like new scans of those movies. But I think we all have like the version we've been watching for a while now. And probably for a lot of us, that's the Blu-ray or some sort of digital copy that we got prior to Disney Plus. The Disney Plus scans look entirely different. The color temperature is very different. It's like kind of darker. I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. And of course, you know, they added McClunky and all that fun stuff. I haven't rewatched Return of the Jedi yet, even though I did finish the book. And the book does have a small chapter on the Ewoks movies. Josh, I was obliged to read. For for those um, fans that don't consume content as much as we do, can you go over McClunky again? Is that the beak to the Sarlacc pet? Yes, Peter. It's the beat to the Sarlacc pit. Um, famously, it's called, you know, originally it was just called the Sarlacc pit. And then they decided that there's the Sarlacc pit. And then separate within the Sarlacc pit was this larger organism or small organism, rather, that is in the bigger mouth. That's a smaller mouth. It's called McClunky. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, that's not what it is. Um, McClunky is a word that <laughs> Greedo says in the latest ah. edit of, of A New Hope where they've, you know, they keep messing with that shootout. And in the latest version, uh, Greedo just goes, McClunky. And apparently, tying into this week's episode, in the post credit scene from The Mandalorian Season 2, when Boba Fett comes to you know Jabba's place, he does apparently say McClunky at one point when he's speaking in whatever language he's speaking in. Huddies, I guess. Oh, interesting. So there you go. So I, I have actually that. been up to Star Warsing, despite my best efforts to be nowhere near it during this break. Because pivot, pivot, pivot. Um, we had a we had a super busy break, as everyone knew we would. I mean, we yeah. were we were pretty open about this. We had to take some time off for our restaurant. Uh, I'm still out of breath even just thinking about this whole experience. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of things to be learned. A lot of things to yeah. be learned. So we were, you know, as listeners know, we were going to open Povo's Povo's. I was going to open December 25th. Figure, hey, plenty of time for people to come in before Buka Bobo Fat comes out. And, you know, we didn't want to open on Thanksgiving. So, you know, gave ourselves a little extra month there. Open December 25th. Uh, apparently that is a holiday also. That is a holiday called Christmas. Um, Pete and I only celebrate Life Day until this year when uh, Christmas came to our attention because yeah you know it, 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 the restaurant was still a huge success we did a great job everything's great number uh, of factors made it maybe different than we expected it to be like a different kind of success like a like quieter kind of success like a smaller budget like an indie cool like punk rock kind of like CBGB kind of success, you know, everyone's like, oh, this is going to be like massive Square Garden kind of success, and like, you know, and like CBGB like today, like right now, like CBGB 2022 kind of success. Uh, well, number we're of also factors. first movers and shakers into it as well. So mm-hmm. like, nobody ever tells you when you're a first mover and shaker, like the ground is stationary. It doesn't want to move. Mm-hmm. So you have to start moving it, and then eventually it gets moving and moving and moving. So what we're doing was, I mean, is is groundbreaking. 
and it's just it it was super great people i mean if you look you you can't look us up on yelp because it was so good mm-hmm. and there were so don't, many people don't there try. don't right don't even and, don't even try and i mean there was so much money involved money was involved um there was definitely like money was involved people were involved you and i were involved and it was a very, it was like a unique success. It was like a different success. It lit the world on fire. Number of factors. Well, let me also, let me also talk about a lot of people that are content creators like ourselves invest all of our earnings back into the podcast. Right. Just like George and, Lucas with his Star Wars earnings. Yeah. I mean, he, he did he that. Go, you know, goes out and makes ILM with his American graffiti money. You know, this is what and we're doing. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, we, you don't have to do that. Nor should you do that. It doesn't make sense. And diversification, you know, you don't just work out one muscle. No. You have to work out the whole body. Have to, have so to, have to, have to, have to. If anybody convinces you to just throw everything into something. They're out of control. Uh, they're, out of my, they're out of their minds. They're yeah, out of their freaking, minds. Yeah, they're gourds. In more ways than one. Mm-hmm. And and you know I I think you know again many factors. Yes, it was Christmas it was apparently December twenty fifth this year or this past you know twenty twenty one. It was on December twenty fifth next year. Who knows? You know maybe you know maybe we won't even have it. Maybe we should wait till twenty twenty two to open it. Yeah, who even freaking knows? And then you know. Yes, we are breaking new ground with a podcast restaurant, but also, you know, the market for podcast restaurants is like immediately became super saturated. You know, like we talk about how, you know, Battlestar Galactica, the original Battlestar Galactica came out like immediately after Star Wars and was like this very blatant cash grab inspired by Star Wars. And like for us, it's like we had Poe po Boys and it was like we were Star Wars, but, you know, Battlestar Galactica came out first, even though that was the ripoff, and people didn't even care for that one. There was like a bunch of other, you know, stuff and that wasn't, you know, as good, but was also there to, you know, people thinking about. And I guess, you know, the our big takeaways that we're we're doing good. We're doing very good. I mean, a lot of people um, operate on a loss. Yeah, and not right? to say what we're doing. I mean, again, nobody. Yeah. I don't remember. No one said anything about what you know. Money was involved. Money happened. Money so money happened. There was money around. People just don't talk about how big of a loss you can handle. Yeah, yeah, and and not to even say this was a loss. And there's no, a number no, 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 of no. factors, and it was just a different sort of success. And so I guess like all the success rumors, of the mind, um, success of trying. There's lots of rumors about. We are, you know, hemorrhaging money. The LLC is in danger. People are going to buy us out. We are going to have to no. bankruptcy. That's no. all rumors. Yes, exactly. That's no. That's a big no, actually. And that's just all rumors. And it was actually just a very different kind of success than people thought. But so was Star Wars. Star oh. Wars was a very huh. different sort of success than people thought. And it was huge and great. And our success was also different. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people thought, hey, it couldn't be done. And yeah. 
you know? And it was weird that they thought that. And, you know, that was an opinion they had. And whether that turned out to be right or wrong is, you know, who can even say? It just turned out different. And And you know what? If you're one of those people, email us. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Poboyspodcast at at gmail.com. And, you know, poboys at gmail.com. You don't need to email that one right now. Uh, Just email poboyspodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, it's great. We're doing great. Money was around. Money happened. Rousing success. Um, Totally unrelated. Have, like, this cool new hobby I'm doing where I'm, like, um, kind of a brand ambassador for these um, vintage, like, cool, um, very cool, like, Star Wars dictionaries that i'm going around like door to door in my neighborhood oh um showing people because i'm just thinking i'm super passionate about them i miss dictionaries yeah i do too right like right wikipedia is like what about wicked dictionary you know wookie dictionary before i had weights i had phone books and dictionaries yep yep never the bible it's very cool it's very it's very vinyl um, oh, vinyl. Love yes. vinyl. Yes, yes. And even also, not even just the show, but also the, like the um, material that you put the songs on. And totally unrelated to anything with anything about a restaurant or how money was around and money moved in directions as it does and moved this way and that. And I am just like, totally this is something i'm super passionate about and i'm like bringing here because i'm passionate about it no money you know nothing to do with the money or anything but i do i guess want to talk to you guys about like this great opportunity i found for these great oh my gosh cool um star wars something for our fans oh yeah Mm -hmm. i'm i'm saying you know and you can i mean you you get in touch with me and if you were interested in this, I will definitely hook you up. But I'm just looking at these. Like, say you want to know about mm, Kylo Ren, right? This bad boy's got three freaking volumes. I'm sitting over here like, I want to watch Kylo Ren. I don't want to pull up Disney Plus and watch Force Awakens to find out about it. Well, let me go to volume two here of this uh, complete, you know, stars book, H through O. And I'm looking and, I mean... Oh, looking, looking, looking. Um, Jay. And I mean, it, everything uh, is at the uh, the tip of your palm of your fingers. And, and say, say, you know, I'm just in a great mood mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I want to more, know more about these Twi'leks. Oh, you well, know? here we go. But so Kyle like, Ren, right? We have so many cool Twi'leks. Here we go. Kyber, K-Wing, um, Kyber, Kybo Flynn, Kybo Flynn. Kaiba Flynn, a Jedi Palawan who was a parent. Flynn Kaiba. Okay, so so last name first. So actually, we're gonna go to the um, volume three here. So I guess we're looking for Ren Kylo. Um, some sort of ramp here. Not Ben. And not Ben Solo. Oh gosh. Um. Well, I don't know. I'm already in the R section. So let's and Pretty and I got S. pretty close to S. I've got. Oh, here we go. Ren. Ren Kaibo. Ren, um, space pirate whose full name was uh, Gert Kaibo Renshaw. He operated during the early days of the Empire. A short, fat human. Kaibo Ren sported a long, dangling mustache and um, small goatee. So that's, I mean, I did not know that. 
about Kylo Ren, that his full name was Gurkylo oh, Ren. Very cool, um, very, very, very cool. Or any of that stuff about him, and people are like, oh, there's so many unanswered questions. And, you know, if Ben Solo's fate in, in Rise of Skywalker, who knows if we'll ever get these answers. Well, you know, right here, you know, his name is actually, I, I mean, I guess Kaibo. It's Remy Sargent, Ren Kaibo, Renat. So, I mean, Ren Kaibo. So, and this is just, um, I'm sitting on, you know, I have so uh, many of these. So many of these. Like, I'm, I'm reading my own personal copy right now, but I got a freaking room full of these. I'm freaking bleeding so, these bad I'm boys. I'm so jealous. Yeah. So I mean, where, you know, where, you know what? I want one. Where where can I or the fans get one? Uh, you know, I guess you can email us at, at podcast at um, gmail.com and you can send us uh, uh send us a, a Venmo, I guess, from there, and uh, and you can Venmo that at um, Poboys Poboys Restaurant is our thing. Uh, it's just like a weird technical thing and. Money's moving around is whatever, and you know it'll cost what it'll cost, and it's going to like a super cool cause because it's just something I'm passionate about, and no real ulterior motive, just like love sharing stuff. I think is cool with my fans and friends and family. So just super psyched about that, which is just something that I'm talking about for no reason. It has nothing to do with anything. And, and Josh, say, say that, that one more time. So, Poboys. Poboy's restaurant. restaurant at venmail.com. Right. Uh, and that, and it'll, co- it'll cost what it'll cost. And, and you just, you send us what you think is fair. Sure. Making sure and that then, the minimum is, you know, it'll be dollars. And, Making and, sure it's, and it's only, I know what you think. What if you get the number wrong? We'll let you know. We'll let you know in private. Uh, no refunds. You know, don't even. Don't even worry about it. And I just so before we talk about Buka Bobo Fett, which I know everyone's super excited for, that's what we're here for. Buka Bobo Fett, Bobo Boys. Uh, I just wanted to bring that up and let everyone know about this cool thing I'm so passionate about. And there's money maybe involved, and money goes all over the place. Who can say where it ends up or why it went where it did or left or is coming here uh, probably soon, hopefully soon? Who can even um, say? And so. With that, I'm I'm ready to talk Bobo Fat. Okay, so I think it's time for the Pete Cap. The Pete Cap, and I am so excited to talk about the Pete Cap. We're back and better than Uh-oh, ever. Oh, it's the Pete Cap. We did actually. This is TM. This is you know apostrophe C apostrophe or quotes or whatever. You know the Pete Cap. We are going. We are. This is the debut Pete Cap. Um, this is something Pete's been working on a lot. He's super excited for it. He's so excited for it that we filed a patent for it. It is ours. You can't have it. You can listen to it, and that's it. You, but if you want it, if you want it, I mean, well, if you want to send, if you want to Venn mail us at, you know, post post Venn mail restaurant, you know, we'll talk. Yeah, we, we certainly will talk. You're going to have to pay to play, uh, you know, just get your foot in the door, just start, you know, the chat, but yeah. Um, this, this, so this is huge. You know, we just had our first hiatus. Now we're having our first um, peak cap, and years from now, when we're on the 100th peak cap, you you will be like I was there and I heard the first one. So I'm I'm just excited as all of you. And you know we're, we've we've started getting a lot of our analytics at the end of the end of the year. So you know um, we know how yeah we how did many... get a Spotify unwrapped specifically for our podcast, and it was <laughs> cool. 
was and killer. Not, it was it was we were excited to see that it had been put together and we were as as excited to see what it was. Yeah, and as content creators, we've definitely clicked on it at least once. Mm-hmm. Now all right, so the content king is back and better than ever than ever in twenty twenty two. And um, this episode was chock full of some of the best content I've ever seen. Because as the content king, I, and people call me that. Um, yeah, I call you PCK. <laughs> it's so close. PDCK. To oh, no. But I'm the, I'm the content king. And right. boy, do we have some content. So we're, we're going to be going over chapter one of Book of Boba. I think there are six episodes this season. Um, this seven. Is, uh, seven. Um, and this, this is, is this week's a... installment of how many episodes is this season again? And we're looking forward to next week's segment. And, you know, this is the John Favreau. So great. And Robert Rodriguez team up. Robert Rodriguez, as you might be familiar, covered the episode. Um Oh my gosh, I've already I've already blanked on what the episode was called. Tragedy. The, the, the tragedy. Um which was a very cool episode. It was and, the episode that brought Bobo Fett back. Yep. Um so we are you know, he's I believe directing all of these episodes. Um mm-hmm. you might you might correct me on that. Uh yes, you're wrong. Um I believe great. he might be directing two. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought he had more of a role in this than... than he's, yeah, um, I think he's like an EP and helped develop it and stuff. Okay, so probably like doing episode one and episode seven or something like that. Um, but um, we basically get to see Bobo, sorry, <clears throat> Boba Fett, son of Django Fett, in a bunch of different things and um i mean this is just so great like if i grew up in what the 70s and it was what nine when return of the jedi came out when it came out 83 Mm -hmm. and i yeah i was perfect age when star wars came out in theaters and the coolest age to see it in theaters was how old i was um, people yeah. tell me I was the perfect age for it all the time. And I remember mm-hmm. going to see in theaters and going, oh my gosh, it's big Star Wars. This is such a different kind of success. And everybody knows that age is a status symbol in Star Wars. Like, where were you when this episode came out? Like, oh, Where yeah. were you at, during the first PCAP? Yeah, I, I was there. I was there when i was in 1999 to watch episode one. Oh, what were you doing Ugh. i was there in like in 1996 watch you know new hope um i'm just such a better star wars fan which of course we don't do because we don't shame anybody yeah star wars is for everyone star wars is for everyone but those guys and girls specifically that were born and were kids when return of the jedi this is this episode's for you because you get to see things. I'm I'm talking to you, Pan Oswald. You get to see things that I guess you were dreaming of for like decades, of how he survived the Sarlacc pit. And hold on to your seat, middle-aged white guys. All right, because this is the episode for you. Oh boy. So, so Josh, um, we see him in the Sarlacc pit, and then we see that he like wakes up 
and is in the bowels of it. And then I didn't realize this, but he takes, he like finds a stormtrooper. Why is a stormtrooper there in that Sarlacc pit? Were there stormtroopers in in the in the fight in Return of the Jedi, or is it just like a grunt that happened to have a stormtrooper helmet? I didn't rewatch I mean, episode six. No, not not in Return of the Jedi, but you know maybe it was one of the troopers that was out trying to find the droids in New Hope. Interesting. Yeah, could so have he, been Uncle, you know, Uncle Owen and, and Aunt Beru's murderer. That could be them. Okay. All right. I just I was thinking to myself like, I you know I'm not great at rewatching content, so I could have easily missed there being a stormtrooper. But um, I mean, in pretty good condition. Apparently, they have like a an air breather to help Boba survive for. Like, yeah, which I think is a thing. Some somehow that's a thing. Whether or not they have air breathing things, that's a thing. Oh, is it? Don't remember okay. why or how. I feel like Finn talked about it. Yeah, there's that, and then there's like there's stormtroopers outside of the Death Star and New Hope that have like backpacks and stuff. I don't know who cares. Yeah, so he gets that, and then he starts basically f- flame throwing his way out, and then crawls yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And I, well, I just the thing I loved about this sequence was. Um, that it you you have like oh if you bring but if you take Boba Fett out of the Sarlacc pit you have you know this these decades of people's imagination for how he would have gotten out of the Sarlacc pit you know mm-hmm. and if we are gonna actually show rather than tell that he got out of the Sarlacc pit if we're gonna go back there and make people watch him get out of the Sarlacc pit. It's got to be really good to live up to decades worth of imagination of what that might have entailed. And I thought that this sequence um, where he kind of shimmies around, um, he finds a straw and then his arm comes out of the sand, definitely delivered and was worth um, making us watch that instead of not showing us at all. And I also, to add on to that, I also appreciate when a Star Wars visionary like John Favreau doesn't sit in the past and is just moving forward in the content machine. So, you know, we don't see all the details of the Sarlacc pit. We don't see how does that make sense with the flamethrower when sand fall into it, etc. We just get that 45 second clip and you know what? That's enough. Um, you had nothing before nerds so you should just be excited with what you get (laughs) and as you know i mean not for us because we stretch properly and then have a nice cool um cool down you know put some heat on put some ice on etc but as some people are aware when you work out as much as bobo was doing to basically parkour himself up through the sand it does take it does take a toll from you. Absolutely, but uh, you know, not to interrupt the peak cat with my my hot takes. Those will come later. So we've got Boba the Survivor, and a lot of a lot of um, fans were on social media just saying how much they love flashbacks. And Josh, I know that you have. Oh, I a, love a, flashbacks. Flashbacks are so I good. Love flashbacks because it really adds to like. Uh, I need to know. Oh, how did he get out? 
And then, um, yeah, I mean, and if, if honestly, I was just disappointed. I love flashbacks so much. And the only thing I didn't love was I wish it was a flashback to when he was a dumb little kid. Yeah, that's unfortunate that they're not going to be able to do that. They yeah. really did want to hint to it because um, they do show Camino at one point. Yeah. Now, we've got Bobo the survivor. We've got him, the, the prisoner, Bobo, where he gets enslaved by the Tusken Raiders, which you might think, hmm, that seems bad. All right, tune in 20 minutes later in this 37-minute episode. So good. Love it. 37 minutes. <laughs> so... We get out of that pretty quickly, and then we see Daddy Bobo in the Bacta tank. And, I mean, you saw him in The Mandalorian, right? The dude was rough. Did you see him shirtless in The Mandalorian? I don't remember. I don't think so. so. Right? But you you saw his head, right? His head looked like he was hanging out with Anakin Skywalker, middle-aged. And it was bad. Yeah. Okay? Like, no cleanser, no serum nothing right no moisturizer which on tatooine as we all know it ages people 20 to 30 years yep. so yep very very important this also explains why obi-wan looked like garbage because he didn't have back the tanks those are those are expensive that thing looked really cool um, i was glad that we got to see some um behind you know a, a little into back the tanks at that point sure so then we have Bobo holding court as the new um, Domo. Is that it? He's the Domo? I'm not even going to pretend. Um, so we're getting into, like, Japanese culture, I guess. Um, because everybody n- knew that about Jabba the Hutt. He wasn't just a crime lord. He was a Domo with vassals. And we get to hear um, people basically providing gifts to him um we see the walrus people and we get a great um take on you know trying to understand multiple cultures and we get a nice little c3po reference we see some trandoshans which i still don't think they're doing the trandoshans all that well um those trandoshans they sh- i feel like they should be bigger don't you Oh, I don't know. It's I mean, it's one of those things where it's like they do look different, but it's also we only really have one example. And it's like they can't all look exactly like Bosk. And you got to right. figure maybe Bosk is like particularly imposing and tough, and that's why he's a bounty hunter. But yeah, I mean they 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 look different than than I think we expect. Like not horribly different, but they yeah they look different. Yeah, because they, I mean, the ones in Clone Wars are noticeably, like, similar size to Bosk, which, granted, mm. those are hunters, right? So, you know, they're more of the warrior class. Um, we do see some bounty hunter um, Trandoshans that Mando, like, basically just mows down um, mm-hmm. in, what, episode one, two of the Mandalorian? Um, so we see we see them, and then we get um, the mayor's um, best boy, um, assistant who basically is like, no, you owe us money. We expect payment soon. And then lastly, we get some Gamorreans. So um, really excited to see Gamorreans. Um, Gamorreans are so, so cool. So, so cool. Well, Gamorreans yeah. are Twi'leks, you know, pick your pick. 
Oh, it's honestly, it's too hard. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't pick. Although I will say the Twi'leks in this episode look noticeably better from season one of the Mandalorian. Cause that the, mm. the prison escape episode, which is like what episode five, five or uh, six. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. was so bad. They do seem to have like, okay, here are the pretty Twi'leks. Here are the ugly Twi'leks. Like the Bib Fortuna, big giant head protuberances, and then the like pretty lady Twilights. Yeah, for sure. And these were so, definitely two of the pretty ones. So then um, the episode has um, Bobo go on a walk because he likes to walk. And who doesn't like to walk? Um, he's not getting carried by two Gamorreans, which would honestly look ridiculous. And he just runs around, you know, saying how many vassals Jabba has. He goes to this pleasure house. Um, I just had the person's name up for the the person that's in charge of the pleasure house. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's fine. Um, Madam Garza Fipp. Well, I, the only reason I bring that up is she, the, the, act, the actor that plays her. Um, let me look this up real quick. Um is Jennifer Beals, and she was she was on Twitter. Um, she was very, very um, excited. I was posting a bunch of stuff about episode one. God, so, yeah. it's nice. You know, I mean, not that it's um, a requirement, but it's always nice when people are sh- as excited about a series as you know, the fans that are watching it. Definitely. So, she gives this money. Um, this is like, I guess, a, a speakeasy brothel. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily a brothel, but it's like um, I guess a place where he's going to get information. And then, did you notice that she was like, you want us to wash your Gamorreans? I did. In, in your helmets? So, we see this a couple times of the lesser species in the Star Wars universe. Like, Ugnaughts are considered, like, underclass um, Gamorreans. But it, it's interesting to view them, like, not they're not even viewed as, like, normal people or normal citizens like washing them in the back i thought that was an interesting comment yeah so then we end with um a parkour scene um where um sorry sorry um let me i actually have a comment real quick um i just wanted our listeners to know about um before we continue Boy, do I get hungry after a workout, but I need to lose those calories, so I can't eat. If only there was a movie where I could see what's cooking without actually tasting it. Um, Chef, starring Jon Favreau in The Chef Show, is my go-to when I want to see food without actually consuming it and have some hilarious banter from visionary... From <clears throat> visionary John Favreau. So, if you and your friends want to watch Chef, have at it. Chef on Netflix. Oh, so, and that's just mm-hmm. something that you're like um, passionate about and wanted to share with people. Yeah, it's something that I'm really passionate about. I I wouldn't say that I'm being financially compensated to push um, Chef. But similar, I mean, it just, I want good, <clears throat> I I want 
I there's just content I think I think that our fans should have, and Chef starring John Favreau and the Chef Show, which is apparently four seasons on Netflix. That is some good, good eatings, good eats. Um, yeah, so we have continue with the the PCAP. We have um, this parkour show with Bobo and Fennec, where they like fight a bunch um, in kind of a really <clears throat> in a great fashion. And isn't it so cool to like wrap around them? We get to see the cool Gamorreans fight and stuff. So that's Super, super, super cool. And then we end with Bobo in water hunting with the sand boy and his friend. Although I don't think we get the other slave's name in, in the episode. No, but they're voiced by Sam Whitworth. Really? Okay. Interesting. Uh, that's that's cool. And, you know, we get like a monster fight scene. So um, we have... And Bobo gone... kills the monster at the end. Wow. This is a good peacap. Yeah, um, PCAP done. PCAP done. Wow, um, that was great. Um, and I uh, was listening and not trying to find out what that ridiculous title Boba Fett, Boba Fett is trying to go from is, and I couldn't find it. Demo Origato. Yes. Um, so 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 takes takes on this bad boy. Takes on takes on this bad boy. Um, I mean, Buka Bobo Fett. Bobo Fett is finally alive. Bobo Fett is finally in charge. Everybody's so excited for Bobo Fett. And now we have Bobo Fett. Well, charge in quotes. That that seems like what the series is going to be is like, oh, he thinks he's in charge, but all these other ones, they don't want him to be in charge. This is very true. This is very true. Um, so let's let's take a minute. We're going to circle back to the story. Let's take a minute to talk about um, I guess some non-story stuff. I want to start out with like my highlights, which would be, you know, I do I do think Tamir Morrison is really good in this role. You know, as iconic as Bobo Fett is, he's never really been embodied by a single actor. I mean, yes, you know, Jeremy Bullock originated the role, but. Uh, you have, you know, a number of stuntmen and other folks filling that helmet um, throughout the years. And I, I think Tamara Morrison has really impressively stepped into those shoes and, and brought that character also, life and taken off the helmet and, and still been cool and compelling. And rewritten the character, too. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, a we'll lot touch of, on that. A lot of. Um, what is said with Boba Fett doesn't match up with like Mandalorians, which I guess shouldn't because he's considered an outsider. Um, but listen, ruling with respect, who doesn't like that? Who doesn't like respectability politics? Absolutely. And I love being reminded that Boba Fett is also super woke. Um, I think it's very, uh, they do with such a light hand uh, we have to set we have to we have to tear off the thin veneer of cynicism for a bit i keep getting in trouble because i'm trying to be a smart ass um <laughs> they really it was really it, it was like oh i'm like a bad guy but i'm like a woke bad guy i'm also not really a bad guy and like i don't know i don't know look i love tamir morris's performance me not win knocks it out of the park knocks it out of the park 
her she just even has like a physicality when she's walking around like i i rewatched no time to die recently and i know like daniel craig when he's when he's just walking around as james bond there's a performance happening there where he carries himself in such a way and ming nan Wen absolutely has that kind of vibe where like my favorite part of this episode is where boba fett is like i had a dream and ming nan Wen's like shut up we have to go i do not care and this immediate immediately shuts that down and is like no i am not oh what i was there but it wasn't really me yeah i'm not listening to this but or, i mean just her strut and everything is, is fantastic love those two performances um p what are we what are we thinking on this but we we gonna come out and say this or what um well i'm actually curious if you compare this to visions because you spent about two months of your life mm-hmm. no yeah two months of your life just <laughs> g- groaning and crumpling about visions so oh man look i be how you start january too it's different i look i found i found this first episode really boring um you know and i you know my my significant other was working overnight when it aired and so i had to re i rewatched it with her when she got home and i was not excited to rewatch it and when i rewatched it it didn't it didn't much improve um as far as i was very bored by this in in a way that like visions what i didn't care for in visions and you can go back and listen and tell me if i'm wrong but i feel like i made a pretty i i really tried to make a point of saying like they're taking really big swings and the swings they take just aren't from me like aesthetically mm. or whatever they wouldn't you know some of them are like much more disney kind of cartoony like very young kids skewing um and there's just like aesthetic decisions and stuff like that that i understood were like coming from a place of creativity and talent it just didn't i it didn't grab me but it was like a take like it felt they all feel like bold directions to take mm-hmm. Star Wars in. And it's just a matter of whether or not I was compelled by that. This did not like it felt like it was very it was very boring. I don't know. I think talking about the Sarlacc pit, and again, you know, I joke about like, oh, if only it had a dumb kid in it. I say that because not not to besmirch Daniel Logan's performance as both fit. I like him in Attack of Clones genuinely. I don't I don't have a problem with that, but like one of my least favorite things is flashbacks and it's usually in every superhero movie ever as a flashback to the superhero as a little kid. And I, I can't stand him. but like this, this flashback, right? This is, we already know he got out of the pit. Well, it's the moment that people want to know about. Yeah, I get, well, but if it, I don't, it's just like, if that, if that was going to be what you were going to show from getting out of the pit, just don't show it. Just leave it to my imagination. Like it felt very small in scope, and this whole episode kind of did to me. And and I'm not against that at all, but it it didn't it didn't feel small because it was being like intimate and telling a small story. It felt constrained. Well, and the flashbacks were also, I mean, it was what three different points of time. The flashbacks. It was him getting out him him the slave, and then him fighting the lizard octo monster yeah so i mean it's but who's just saying how far apart those are well what i'm saying is it's probably like 10 minutes of the episode 
Yeah. Maybe a little less. Yeah. And it, um, I don't know. I was just, it, and I really started to feel, you know, we talked about the volume when we covered the, the Disney gallery making Mandalorian. It's this, you know, big giant circle room with an LED screen that they're using to kind of replace green screen. And it's this bold new technology that they use so well in Mandalorian. And I'm watching this and I'm being, I'm, I'm feeling myself go like, Oh, I, I feel like I'm trapped in the volume. And it's like such a new and fresh technology, but like, I would, it's just like, Oh, another kind of swath of sand. And I could feel like it looked and felt like, they dumped a bunch of sand in the middle of the volume, turned the volume onto like some dunes in the sky or whatever. It just, I don't know. It all just felt very like small and constrained. I enjoyed the creature really? design on the, you know, the big boss fight at the end. I enjoyed that creature design. I enjoyed um, the Tusken Raider camps, their tents, that one uh, Tusken Raider that is just verbatim cabal from Mortal Kombat. I thought it looked really cool, and I liked that, you know, these Tusken Raiders had more of, like, a black aesthetic than, like, the tan earth tone that the ones that we're more used to had, but I don't know, man. This was, you and I, um, you know, we have matching tattoos on our biceps that say, save it for the pod, because we talk off mic as well. We do actually um, speak with each other about things that aren't Star Wars. And we're always trying to not show our hand to each other about what we thought of a given piece of Star Wars stuff before we talk about it. Um, and it, I mean, I think we maybe lasted five minutes before we were both kind of like, I mean, not to speak <laughs> out of turn, turn about for you, but yeah, I think we were both pretty underwhelmed. Well, let's let's talk about. So you, you you said some positives. Let me throw a rose there too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought the massive, which is apparently what the dog is called, um, was really well done. And yeah, cool design going back to Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Yeah. And just, it felt so natural, right? Like it felt like it was actually there as, you know, he was kicking it in the face and then what, choking it out. So he could run like away. It. And going back to that performance, Mayor Morrison being like, oh, you know, no, no hard feelings, mate. Love that beat. He nailed it. Yeah. So that I, I enjoyed that. I'm I'm curious if we're going to get a nuance on Tuscan Raiders that somebody has asked for. Because like I up kind of this, want it. Honestly. Up until this point, we we know that the Tuscan Raiders in prison and basically to the point of death tortured right. me. Which right? is so. super. It's it's. I don't know, maybe to me, the most unsettling, unresolved thing about about Star Wars. I mean, I don't know. It's very it's very troubling to me what's right. going on there. And it, it's very upsetting. Then we so, yeah, have is, then we have Mando, who is like, you know, we're the invaders, has this kind of woke um, intuitiveness. That... And knows their manual language, at least, right? Like they're signing. Mm hmm. And then we get this take on on the Tuscan Raiders of like, you know, they take in slaves and they test them for their worth, basically. So, you know, he's kind of acknowledged as part of one of the tribe. Mm -hmm. I guess how I insinuated that at the end by getting that water. Yeah. Um, but the interesting thing to me, too, with that is 
are the Tuscan Raiders better fighters than Bobo? Um, because you have that fight scene, or is it just because you know he's imprisoned, he was dragged through a desert, so he would. Well, and how much does Bobo him. rely on his gadgets, which he's now deprived of? You know, right? Is he maybe gone a little soft? Because as as that fight was happening, I kept thinking myself back to episode two, and I'm like, Anakin wiped these guys out. Oh yeah, right. Granted, like Anakin showed up with that intention, pretty much, whereas. Boba Fett was spat out of the McClunky and left for dead. So he's not but, coming from, you know, his best. But you also think of them as like these kind of hapless um, tribal people that like didn't have really a shot. And like they put some work on Bobo, right? Like they were yeah. dodging. They had fights in granted. You know, you don't know if those things actually match up against a lightsaber. Anakin obviously is um, Anakin going to the dark, dark side is, you know, a much different animal than Bobo um, imprisoned running away from like a, a space dog. Yeah. So yeah. it's not a one for one, but I was thinking to myself like, huh, this makes that fight a lot more impressive. And, you know, um, it's weird to kind of see that kid and I'm like, Oh, right. Anakin killed like all kids like this. Yeah. Probably and... cause he was freaking scared to death of that creepy voice. Mm hmm. So, you know, when the kid, like, is picking on Bobo and then, you know, he doesn't take the hit, um, it kind of is humanizing Tuscan Raiders more. But I don't know if I want them to be humanized. Um, right, yeah. And that's, yeah, I mean, we'll find out, you know, in, in episodes that come what they're going for. But, yeah, it is, it is, it is this strange line they are trying to tread of, you know, where all of these things have to exist. And, granted, they also clearly make a point of making these Tuscan Raiders distinguishable from the ones we've seen in the past. I don't, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the tents that this group uses are very different from the tents at the camp where Anakin shows up. Their costumes have differences as well. Like I said, there's more of an emphasis on the black cloth and stuff like that. So there, you know, it could be like, Oh, you know, the ones that got, me were a, a particularly gnarly bunch whereas these ones are you know but also it's just like I don't know, they, they both seem like they're slavers so who knows and it's i am also curious i mean we keep talking about bobo being this woke guy all of a sudden and you know as much as i do really appreciate tamara morris's performance as his character well he is boba fett is not much of a character we do not know that much about boba fett i mean you know in the extended you know comics and the books we get some insight i guess but, you know, he's showing up, oh, I rule with respect. And I'm just like, oh, so this is Boba Fett's a guy who's all about respect all of a sudden. And but and, and it felt like they were maybe trying to, like, instill this moral fortitude in this character that I'm watching in, like, Empire and Return of the Jedi. And I'm like, you, I mean, you don't particularly seem like some sort of bastion of morality. Now, Nor do Josh, you in Clone Wars. You, you say something like this, and you're encouraging the next six episodes to do some flashbacks to like, he well, meets back up with Aura Singh and uh, Oh, well well I'm more thinking are they going to try are they going to continue to try and be like no, this is who Bobo Fett is, he's this like, well guy's all about respect or is it going to be, no, this wasn't who Bobo Fett was, but through whatever he goes through in all these flashbacks we're going to make you watch, and we should 
really double down on it does appear like we're gonna have to have like these dueling narratives for the rest of the show which i think you know some folks will probably appreciate the kind of change in pace i'm not thrilled for that but whatever but maybe it will come out that you know now bobo fed is about respect because whatever happens in the flashbacks i don't know yeah well what did you what did you think pete i feel like i'm really beating on this bad boy well i and i so i need i need some moral support here i <laughs> not feel agree- like a total jerk i agree with you this isn't very good but also i'm not like starving for content so it's not like oh, this is the only thing we're getting for the next, like, four or five months until, I don't know, Bad Batch comes out, which people oh, are... I cannot wait. I cannot which wait. Which people aren't really watching um, based on our numbers. But, I mean, it's the first episode. First episode of The Mandalorian was, like... See, I... The first episode of The Mandalorian didn't grab me at first. Well, which, I guess, I don't know. I think the first episode of Mandalorian does, is, is, a way, is, is way better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, maybe so, this I mean, one will age they are world building um, you know the, the person I watched this, the, I did a rewatch and they really liked the parkour stuff they thought that was amazing um, yeah I mean that, again that, Phoenix Chan rules well not just that but like that was that was to scale mm-hmm. right like they probably used well the whether the bunch. height was or not but yeah the... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean they created those scenes so that must have been so cool for this parkour actors to be literally running through star wars like that so that was really cool the fight scene was awful um made no sense but again you know we'll see in episode two where it's like oh the mayor didn't want to kill bobo he just wanted to bring him to heal and you know turn him into a vassal for him etc 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 so um i mean i'm obviously gonna still watch it um oh of course i mean yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not over here being like I could do so much better, but I, you know, we talked about. I mean, I've been making fun of the title since they announced it, and then we talked about how the trailer we were kind of underwhelmed with, and I mean, I do think that trend has continued with this first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want, I mean, my, I guess, and we're over an hour, so who knows if we'll get cut off by our podcast hosting service here but my the the big thing i guess i wanted to talk about we'll see if we can squeeze it in is that uh it 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 reminds me of when and i assume most folks have seen solo that are listening to this it was kind of revealed that darth maul was alive right i mean when when my when my so and i first started dating one of the first arguments we had was whether or not boba fett was alive because in legends canon he did get out of the sarlacc pit and i was like oh yeah he no he gets out he gets out it's right here on my star wars dictionary he gets out and she's like that's stupid and <laughs> you know and and so when darth maul was announced to be alive she was like no 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 no, no. that's inc- that's even more stupid and i and i remember being excited for that but there being this very real danger of oh uh, what are you doing here because well if this is bad You've done something very stupid, but it people it ended up that, delivering though. spectacularly. I mean, some of my all-time favorite Star Wars is as a result of them deciding that a guy who got cut in half and kicked down a shaft was still alive. I mean, truly, all-time favorite Star Wars involves that happening. I mean, the the you know 
all this stuff in Clone Wars. My goodness. And and so here you have, I, I would argue, something very similar. I mean, I don't think I'm the first person that would be like, oh, yeah, Darth Maul is the Boba Fett of the prequel trilogy. He's the character that looks really cool and goes out like a punk, like immediately. And so you have, I think, a mirror here of, okay, now we're bringing this character back. And I think, you know, it was pretty cool in Mandalorian, but, you know, there's a reason. And I mean, there are rumors to the contrary at this point, but, you know, they didn't bring Darth Maul back and then make him the star of his own show. You know, they brought well, him back and then he was used super sparingly. As you and I can attest, Pete, I mean, how many times you text me filler episode? You know, Darth Maul, they doled him out like once a year. We were really, yeah. you had to wait for Darth Maul. He did yeah. not have Buka Darth Maul immediately. So, but, I mean, they clearly had plans for him, but Solo oh, did I'm so sure. poorly. Yeah, and so it's, mm-hmm. it, it just makes me think of like, when I remember Darth Maul being brought back to life, and I guess it just, everyone just has always assumed Boba Fett's alive still or something. I don't know. But it, this, this feels like, oh, this could have happened with Darth Maul. This is like a different version of that where they, you know, they're going to make this decision. Okay. Everybody wants it. You know, this cool guy, we'll bring him back this big, cool guy. Um, and again, it's, I mean, it's one episode. It's the first episode. So who knows? But I, I have been thinking of those two kind of uh, revivals in comparison to one another a lot this week. Yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely the pros and cons of Disney Star Wars. Like, mm-hmm. you would not see George Lucas spend money enough to do this. He would just, like, add it to whatever the Rebels equivalent was after Episode Six, And then it'd be like, yep, that's fine. So it's cool yeah. that they're investing content and we get to see stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, one thing we're not talking about is like, this is a whole subculture of Star Wars. Like the Mando Mercs. Yep. yep, like, yep. There are people that like, they get into welding just to do this. Yeah. Like they, they get their welding certification. You understand? That's all like, from Boba you go to You go to community college to do that. Or you go to a trade school just to make your own Mandalorian armor to like parade around at different events so there are people that i am i'm i'm sure are so 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 happy about this oh no doubt and i'm not trying to yuck anyone's yum for sure but it's you know again i don't know i think a bit of a rocky start i'm not you know i'm not if if people are enjoying this you know i'm 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 happier that for them for sure i mean i watch it twice i'll watch it again but it's yeah, and it's interesting you point out the you know Disney versus George Lucas thing of it because I think again, as we can attest as as Clone Wars fans, as that show aired week to week, kind of hoping this week's episode would be something we were interested to. George Lucas, after reading a fifteen pound interview with the man, didn't really like care that much about what people thought were cool. Like immediately after Return of the Jedi, he was like, "Yeah, I got to make this Ewok movie. Everybody hates these Ewoks." Everybody's giving me a. I think he he verbatim pretty much says everyone's giving me a hard time about these Ewoks, and I wanted to see more Ewoks. So he immediately makes two Ewok movies and an Ewok TV show and a droid TV show. And even after Darth Maul is alive in the Clone Wars, it's like you got freaking Darth Maul out there. When we get to see him, and then George Lucas is like, no, actually, we're gonna do four episodes on these droids and this slug man, like was not an issue and so pros and cons to that because i mean again you know 
you have Darth Maul ending up being kind of doled out a little more sparingly in this slow build with that story that was incredibly taxing at times because it took so long to happen, but incredibly fulfilling and, and exciting when, when it finally kind of culminated. And then you have, you know, on the Disney side of things, you know, oh, people do like this and they respond or, oh, people don't like this and they respond. And sometimes those responses are, you know, they, they trip, you know, I, I mean, I feel like a lot of plenty of folks would say, Oh, you know, the, the fan reaction to last Jedi, I feel like Disney responded to that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you could argue, yeah, you know, George Lucas definitely responded to people's distaste for Jar Jar Binks. I mean, you see that immediately and, and two and three, but I don't know. It's interesting. It's just interesting. Well, I'll end with this. Um, rewatching Mandalorian season two, Boba and Fennec are like top highlights of it. You know, mm-hmm. being in that ship, I don't know if we're going to get to see the ship of the formerly slave one. Um, what is it called now? I think it's, well, it's Bo- Boba Fett's starship. I think maybe fire spray is like the okay. name of the model of the ship. Yeah. Right. Like seeing that ship. Very, very, very cool. Seeing, Boba Fett in action, very, very, very cool. Um, the talking of him, eh. But, you know, it's the first episode, so we'll see, you know, if it um, picks up and then, you know, what kind of larger thing this speaks to. Because yeah. a lot of a lot of this has to speak to something, well, not has to, but will speak to a larger part of the Star Wars universe. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious what statement that's going to make of, are we going to get first order people um, in this? Are we going to get, um, you know, does Luke come back to Tatooine for some inexplicable reason? Because that's where he's from. Yeah, uh, and, and I think for all for all we know, you know, what I'm complaining about today is like, oh, this feels small. This feels constrained. You know, a year from now, I'll be going, oh, remember the premiere of Boba, Boba Fett? It was so sparse. Or you know, I mean, but, on this podcast, we said we said we liked Bill Burr in that right? one episode. In yeah, that one, in, yeah. The, in that one episode. <laughs> and right. I I stand by his performance in that episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it was very like you know I skip around stuff, right? So I don't watch when i rewatch things i'm like i don't i don't i don't care for this all that much which used to be all of jabba's palace in in return of the jedi so that's just been a delight to me to rewatch that stuff but with this i mean some of some of this content things that i go back to um because it's it's very very enjoyable so um i'm i'm curious to see where where they go um, let's see if there's a synopsis at all, or we know if there's a director, um, if the director information's out for chapter two, which comes out. And these episodes, um, you're listening to this on the Wednesday, so you kind of get to hear our recap of the previous week's episode. And then, yeah, I guess episode two will be out by the time this is out, because that's, yeah, previously we wound up doing it like the day before the next episode, but now Disney Plus is releasing stuff on Wednesdays rather than Fridays, so... We, yeah, there's we, we're a, only gonna pivot so much. There is no information um, for episode for episode two. We don't have a title. Um, I mean, "Stranger Captain in a Strange Land" is the title of this episode, um, yep. which I guess 
he certainly is a stranger, but it's not strange land. We've been we've been in Tatooine for years. So <laughs> this is true. And that I mean, I don't know, again, like that title to me is like positioning this whole arc of like, oh, Boba Fett is, is one of the grand characters of mythology, or he's he's this mythological oh, I protagonist. Getting, I kept this. getting Dune vibes. Like yeah, they were yeah. like, Oh, Dune's gonna come out, it's gonna really kill, so let's get let's get our pound of flesh in. <laughs> there you go. So I don't know. I don't Boba, know. Boba Boba Treaties. Um, all right. Well, we've actually, (laughs) we've been spending too much, well, an an adequate amount of time on this. So we will see you next week. Poboys podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And if you would would like to be our major domo restaurant at Venmo. Yeah. Vmail.com. And we are, we are, we are per all of the emails we got, we mentioned earlier, we are looking to hire a major domo for the Poboys LLC because we are a thriving company doing really well and nothing happened with the restaurant. We're all fine. So send your applications to poboyspodcast.gmail.com. If you'd like to be the Poboys major domo, we are yeah, hiring. Be, we're thriving. Be one of our domos. Yes. Okay, cool. Bye. Right, we'll see you next week.